episode 178. Hello and welcome to this exploration of Shakespeare's Hamlet with me, your host, Connor Hanrity. This week's episode and the few that are still to follow will all begin and end with the most dramatic moments of the play as events quite literally go from bad to worse. Last time, we ended with the shock of seeing Gertrude drink from the poisoned cup of wine. She doesn't know there's anything wrong, thinking she's toasting Hamlet's continued success in the ongoing match. But Claudius knows that, as he puts it, it is too late. A vital element to bear in mind, even as you read the play, is just how intricately the scene needs to be choreographed. A good production will make it appear as though it's perfectly natural for each aside, each private conversation and each slash of the swords all to happen in the right place. But of course this takes quite a bit of planning. While Claudius has spoken his aside about Gertrude's fate, the Queen herself moves towards Hamlet, offering the cup. He refuses and says, I dare not drink yet, madam, by and by. Perhaps wisely, Hamlet doesn't want to drink until the match is over. Gertrude fusses over him still. She gets her handkerchief out and says, Come, let me wipe thy face. While this little episode of maternal care is happening on one side, Laertes has moved close enough to Claudius to have a word in his ear. He assures the king, My lord, I'll hit him now. But of course, all the evidence is against him. Hamlet is doing considerably better in this fight. Claudius says what we're all thinking. I do not think it. And presumably the king goes back to the seat from which he's watching the match. Gertrude will be finished with Hamlet too, and so she resumes her place, and Laertes is alone enough to give an aside of his own. And yet, tis almost against my conscience. This is quite a surprise. Ever since he came back from France, Laertes has been a firebrand, furious and implacably driven to avenge his father. But now he's having a brief moment of concern for this setup he's helped to orchestrate. It seems as though conscience really can make cowards of us all. Laertes doesn't get much time to spend with his thoughts, mind you, as Hamlet snaps him out of it. Come for the third, Laertes. You do but dally. I pray you, Pass with your best violence. I am afeard you make a wanton of me. Hamlet is provoking Laertes now, eager to get him angry so that the fight will be definitive. He's almost mocking his opponent. He's suggesting that Laertes is dallying, not taking it seriously. I pray you, he says, pass with your best violence. Fight like you mean it. Give me everything you've got. And for an extra sting, he says, I am afeard you make a wanton of me. I worry that you're wasting my time. Now, given what Laertes was just thinking, and we know what he was thinking because he told us, you have to wonder, could anything else have happened if Hamlet had said anything else at this moment? But of course, that's the point. It's inevitable. And now Hamlet has refreshed Laertes' zeal to fight. Laertes responds in brief and says... Say you so? Come on. Oh, really, he's asking? And so they fight again. Shakespeare gives Osric a little judgment in the middle here. It's a helpful little beat so that the two fighters can parry and then part, either because they both hit each other or neither manages to score a point. Either way, Osric calls, 
Nothing, neither way. Laertes rushes headlong back into it next and starts the fight again with a shout of Have at you now! Next on the page, no matter what edition you're reading, is the stage direction that will probably require the most rehearsal for any staging of this play. However it's going to be phrased on the page, the point goes something like this. As they fight, Laertes manages to wound Hamlet with the poisoned blade. Surprised or angered at this, and at Laertes for going too far, Hamlet fights back, and the two scuffle. Somehow, the swords are dropped, and there's plenty of room for violence between the two as they fight. God knows it's been building up between them for all this time. When the swords are picked up again, it's Hamlet that gets the unbaited sword that has the poison on it, and Laertes gets Hamlet's weapon. They continue to fight, and this time Hamlet wounds Laertes. The violence reaches a high enough pitch that Claudius has to intervene, and he says, Part them, they are incensed. It is indeed time to part them when wounds are being inflicted. A hit is one thing, but a wound that draws blood is quite another. Hamlet isn't prepared to back down or be held back from this fight, though, and he shouts, Nay, come again! All of this aggression and violence should keep our focus just long enough so that we take our eyes off Gertrude, so perhaps we do not notice when she seems to faint or start to fall. Osric conveniently spots her first, and he cries out, Look to the Queen there, ho! So now we have two wounded fighters and a lady in severe trouble. Horatio springs to action, eager to help. It's not normal for there to be blood drawn in a fencing match, after all. He wants to check in on his friend, but he's aware that Laertes is bleeding too. As he tries to help Hamlet, he acknowledges that Laertes might need attention also. He cries, They bleed on both sides. How is it, my lord? While Horatio tends to Hamlet, Osric goes to Laertes, and he asks, How is Laertes? Laertes answers, Why... As a woodcock to mine own springe, Osric, I am justly killed with mine own treachery. Laertes, as a character, is quite a thankless part, since nobody is ever going to root for him alone. I think Shakespeare kind of felt this even as he was writing the play, and so here he gives us a few crumbs of sympathy for the dying man. This line itself isn't especially beautiful or sentimental. He's saying that he's like a stupid bird, a woodcock, caught in a trap and that the trap is one he set himself. He's been killed by his own treachery. What makes the line resonant is that it's such a powerful echo of his father. Back in Act 1, very soon after Laertes left for Paris, Polonius warned Ophelia not to listen to Hamlet's protestations of love, because they, too, were springes to catch woodcocks. This little reminder of an image that is just obscure enough that we do hear the echo is very effective, Polonius himself died because of his own treachery, hiding in Gertrude's closet to eavesdrop, and now Laertes is realising that he's meeting a similar fate. This little line brings together his whole family's storyline in the play with remarkable effectiveness. And as Laertes is speaking to Osric, Hamlet draws our attention again. Quite rightly, he's worried about Gertrude and asks, how does the Queen? Claudius, even now willfully refusing to do anything close to the right thing, insists that she swoons to see them bleed. He's actually lying again rather than even pretend to try to help. 
One assumes that there's no antidote to the outrageous poison that's at work in the room, since surely if there were, he might have tried to help his queen. Gertrude herself has realised her fate, and possibly the extent of Claudius' malfeasance, and she tries desperately to explain what has happened with her last gasps of breath. No, no, the drink, the drink. Oh, my dear Hamlet, the drink, the drink. I am poisoned. All of the action happening on stage within this scene goes by very quickly, but as we're seeing, there are very specific negotiations and transactions woven into even the smallest lines. There are surprises and revelations at every turn, and plenty more to come. Gertrude is the first of the major characters to die in this grim scene, and we will lose another two major characters in the next episode. The show notes for this episode will include references that first appeared very far back in early Act 1, but I'll make sure to fill in the gaps of anything we've learned along the way. As always, you'll find them on the website, thehamletpodcast.com. This coming week there will be a new bonus episode, so keep an eye out for that. And in the meantime, thank you for listening, do take care, and I'll speak to you next time.